Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's your Friday going? Is it going great? Amazing? I mean, it's going great, Dawson. That's what I'm talking about. Man, I'm hyped. This is the 10th episode. We're finally in double digits, baby. Woo! Crack open. Uh, let's celebrate. Mm. Uh, full disclosure, that was not an alcoholic beverage. Uh, this was Dr. Pepper. Okay, so I do not promote underage drinking. But I'm not saying not to underage drink, okay? But I'm just not promoting it on this podcast, okay? I'm just, so it's up to you. Am I drinking a Dr. Pepper or am I going to be drinking like a Coors Light? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I do not drink Coors Lights. I would never drink a Coors Light. Oh, brings back way too many bad memories. Every time I heard the cracking sound of a Coors Light opening, I knew some dishes were going to be thrown that night because my dad could not control and contain his alcohol levels. Every time he drank way too much, him and my mom would get into way too big of arguments and he would just immediately want to start throwing stuff. Like, he'll get, like, his alcohol levels rise, and he's just like, man, that plate would look really good if it was off this counter and just shattered against that wall against the room. Man, you know what, if, actually, in back in the, if I can go back in time, I would love to change all, the, like, the bowls and the cups and all that, like, right before he started drinking, I would like to change them all out to styrofoam. So we had styrofoam bowls, styrofoam cups, everything styrofoam. And even the forks and knives, they're plastic. Oh, that would be so funny. Then when he actually gets drunk and goes over there and starts trying to grab things and throws them and tosses them, he would get so frustrated. Like, come on. Imagine a drunk, angry dude trying to throw a styrofoam cup and then it boomerangs around and hits him right in the face. All he, all he would do at that point is he would just probably break down and cry. He would just, like, after the third throw, he would just ricochet and not do anything spectacular. Just be like, uh, Cursed these styrofoam cups. But no. Man, let's just move on in. Tenth episode, double digits. It's packed. We have an adventure to go through. Okay, I have a bunch of things to talk about. We're going to start off with a classic. I mean, it's not a classic. I haven't talked about this before, but we're going to start out with uh, skills that I didn't, didn't even know I had. Skills that, uh, that just popped out of nowhere that people have brought to my attention that these are skills that they don't have, but I have. And that makes me feel special. Just makes me feel like, I'm like, wow. These are just... Two things that I just didn't even know I had. Like one, I can kill a fly in my room with under in under a few minutes without any equipment. Give me a flip flop, boom, done. I hate flies. Especially at night when I'm trying to go night night and and just things are not working out for me. You know, I'm just trying to snooze. This happened a few weeks ago. I was trying to snooze, catch some Z's. Next thing you know, I just hear bzzz, bzzz, 
lights were off, TV was off, and all I could hear was this dumb buzzing sound coming from this fly. And I, I couldn't take it, so I got up, turned the lights on, couldn't find them anywhere, and it didn't buzz. It didn't buzz when I had the lights on, but as soon as I turned it off, got back in my bed all snuggled up, and I was ready to go back to sleep. Next thing you know, I hear bzz, bzz, just a fly buzzing around again. And if anybody could sleep solidly, like anybody that's listening to this could sleep solidly with a fly in their room, y'all are psychopaths, and y'all should be in a mental hospital because there's no way that any normal person could be able to sleep with a fly in their room that's just let loose. That's a hundred percent fact. Because I can't. So guess how I solved killing this fly? Because this was a pretty intelligent fly, and I didn't have much equipment around. And this is where I learned, uh, and I like I learned that day that I obtained this skill of being able to. I mean, I would call myself a professional fly killer at, at will because I didn't have a fly, fly swatter at all, at all. I didn't have really any equipment. I just had a flip-flop. Okay, so I got up out of my bed, flicked the light on, all right, didn't buzz, got back in my bed. I learned to play the game. Next time I got up, flicked the light on, I flicked the light off but didn't get, go to my bed. I didn't go to my bed, no. I had my flip-flop by me, turned the light off, and then I started hearing it buzzing, and then I flicked the light on, saw it on a wall, threw my flip-flop, boom, splatter, fly, done. Okay, Dawson, one point, fly, zero. Man, and I felt so good. And, man, and, like, felt so relieved to know that when I was going to go back to sleep, that there was going to be no more annoying sounds. I mean, I have to sleep with peace and quiet in the dark. I can't sleep with the TV on or any of that. That's just me, though. And I have to sleep with the door cracked. Not fully closed, not fully wide open, no. Okay, I gotta sleep with it cracked. You know, just... And I don't know if there's any people out there that are just like me when it comes to that, but if you are like that, like... Then you know how I feel. Okay? And then the fan has to be up full blast, even in the winter. Even in the winter, I have to have the fan full blast... I don't know. I don't know if that's just the only ambient sound that I could tolerate and have. But I sleep with hoodies on and <laughs> whatever. But I have my fan on full blast. Or in the winter time, I just have it on a little bit. But you know, you get the drift. Next skill, okay? Next skill that I did not even know that I had was knowing military time. Okay, I thought that was thing something that. Most kids would learn, you know, like when they were younger. I didn't really, like, my dad taught me it. He taught me it when I was, like, in the beginning of middle school. When I entered fifth grade, I'm pretty sure it was fifth grade. My dad taught me military time. I don't know how that subject got brought up, but I, from that point on, my phone was set to military time. Ever since I hit middle school, my iPod Touch, my iPhone, my tablets, my whatever, always had military time, and it still has it right now. Right now, it just displays military time. My computer right now displays military time. I have no aspirations of going to the military, but I just always have had it on military time since that moment. I guess it's because my dad taught me it, but I've always had military time, and I don't know. I one day I got this DM from this person. And 
they asked me, hey, um, do you know military time? I was like, yeah, I know military time. They're like, hey, can you read me my schedule? And it was their work schedule. I don't know why their work schedule was set in military time. I think that was the dumbest thing. I think they worked at a food restaurant or something. I don't know. But their stuff was set in military time, and they asked me to give them out their schedule uh, in, in not military time. And I was like, you don't know military time? They're like, no, I don't know military time. I'm like, oh, fine. So I gave them their whole schedule for the week, not military time, free. Okay, that was my act of kindness for the week. No one asked me for anything else. I just helped a kid learn some military time lessons. And then they asked me how to tell military time because I wasn't going to do this every week for them unless they were going to start paying me. I was like, look, I'm not your accountant, not accountant, but I'm not your little helper or your little whatever. You're not going to come up to me every week. Hey, Dawson, can you help me out real quick? No. So I taught him the rules. I said, this is what I do. I just take, like, for example, if it was 23-30, I would go 23-22-21. So I would subtract 2, okay, and then take that front number off, and boom, you got your number. 11-30. Boom. Done. Simple. And then they were like, oh, wow, because you don't just subtract 12 and all that. That's how my dad taught me. I don't. I don't know if that's how you learned or any of that, but um, that, that's how I did anyway. So it, I don't, there's no right or wrong way of learning military time, but there you go. I just taught you how to learn military time. Subtract two, take that front number off, boom, done. You got your real number of military time. So those are the two skills that I learned. Um. Uh, that I never had before. So there you go. Way to start off the 10th episode double digits. I mean, we're jam-packed. Okay, I got some stuff. I don't know. I may even go over my typical 40, 42-minute era. Who knows? We're going to have some fun with this, okay? The first episodes, you know, there was improvement. Room for improvement up here. But you know what? Now we're in double digits. It's blast-off time. It's time for Dawson to step it up so we are here 10th episode <laughs> we're just gonna keep things on moving moving along because this is jam i mean i've gotten all this information and it's perfect because it's for the 10th episode baby i got an email from uh my attorney actually that was probably a horrible way to start this out I, well what did dawson do did he rob somebody did he throat punch a kid i don't I wish it was both of those things. I would have taken either, but it's not. Um, if you did, have you known? If, you, if some of y'all haven't known, if new people listening, my dad is no longer on this planet. Okay, if you haven't listened to the first episode, my dad is no longer here. He passed away uh, last year. Okay, so now we have to go. You know how it typically is when a family member dies or whatever. It's a big old. You know, it has to explode into this big thing. You can't just simply mourn over the family member. No, you can't. It's not like, this is how my dad's death went. He died, and literally there was like two weeks of mourning where, and then like as soon as the memorial was over, uh, we didn't have a funeral. It was like more of a memorial kind of thing. But after that was over, it was like immediate like, what stuff does 
what stuff does a Dawson uh, does Dad have, or what stuff does t Tom have that I want? Yeah, my dad's name's Tom. Whatever, Thomas. Ugh. But that's his name. But what does he have that I really want? And, and then you you really start seeing the dark side of your family members, or like my dad had a a new wife, of course, and uh, you start seeing the bad sides of everybody that was related to him or you knew that was good, that was any part of him uh you start seeing the terrible sides of them and it's annoying to me you can't like i i it took me months to get over this uh, over him uh, over his death it took me months i didn't care about anything his possessions or what i mean i wanted a few things but just for keepsakes i'm not a materialistic person i mean i'm not going to I don't really care about valuables or like, oh, look, I want the most expensive thing he had. Oh, give it to me. It's all mine. Why, why does it have to be like that? Like, fighting over stupid stuff. Like, for example, I, I could simply want a lava lamp. Or, for example, if someone in your family has died and you're relating to this, you could simply want a lava lamp from them. And then guess what? The other family member or... uh wife or whatever that was related to them that was had anything to do with the will would just swoop in and be like you know what i all of a sudden want that lava lamp and then you just get into a big argument about a lava lamp and then that's when lawyers have to step in okay i had to drop good old fifteen hundred dollars to get an attorney i know a kid my age having to drop fifteen hundred dollars for an attorney i know that's that's pathetic that's pathetic okay I had to take some out of my savings to fight for my right to my dad's stuff. It is pathetic, but it's just how it is. It's just how people are. You learn the real dark sides of them when a family member dies. That's just how it is. It's just straight up how it is. So now we're in this big old long. Actually, it's really not that long. Um, basically, um, the facts are out, whatever. I mean. My it, it, the problems are all sourced from my dad's wife. Okay, I call him dad's wife, not stepmom. She doesn't even earn that respect from me. Okay, not even close. We're not even gonna get into that realm. She's just, she's just my dad's wife. I that's all I could. That's all I'm gonna call her. Dad's wife. There you go. My dad's wife. I that she's the one that causes all the problems. She's the one that caused the whole problem, the whole situation. It could have been simply handled, but guess what? No, she wanted to be selfish with all the stuff, and I felt as though as I was getting ran over. My sister felt like she was getting ran over. My other sister felt like she, and then now it caused this whole big old disrupting thing. Well, and now we all have to deal with it. And we have to do legal, uh, legal battle over the stuff, and it's just instead of just simply being like, "Hey, this is yours. Hey, I really want to keep this. Hey, this is mine. Whatever." No, now it's like we have to pry it now, and it's so stupid. Like for example, my dad's truck. My dad loved super dualies. He loved diesels, Rams, boom, Dodge Rams. That's what he was. That's all he was about. That's what he was about, and. She sold it and got her got her son a tr a truck and claimed that my dad uh sold his super dually to get that truck. 
I'm telling you this much, if you saw a picture of my dad, he would not be driving around this Ford F-150 pansy mobile, okay? He's not doing that. He wants something that will tow a, a uh, space shuttle. You've seen those Toyota commercials? Yeah, but this super dually that he had could actually tow that. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if that's true, but that's what cars he's into. He wants something, he wants a truck that can tow a camper, a boat, a jet ski, another camper, a, a, a mobile home, a, a, I don't know, a, a party float, all of that all in one. And he wants that to be able to pull anywhere. That's what kind of a truck my dad loved. And he loved the sounds of the exhaust. That's one thing him and I bonded over. We love car sounds. Like the car that I have now, beautiful sound. The start up in the morning, whoo, wakes up the neighbors, beautiful sound. My dad's truck, same thing, starts it up. That's one thing that we loved. We were like, man, we really love the exhaust of these cars. That's, we love truck sounds. That F-150, you turn it on, you can barely hear it's on. You're like, okay, this is basically a Prius. Is this tr- is, did Ford come up with the first hybrid truck? Like, come on. Not the first hybrid, but like, I mean, come on. Did they come out with the F-150 hybrid truck? I mean, come on. This sounds like nothing. Well, anyways, I put my foot down. Okay, I don't, I don't like being petty. That's one thing that I hate being, is I don't like being petty at all. I just, you know, just, I don't like being ran over. I don't think anybody likes being ran over, but I definitely don't like being petty. But I had to put my foot down in this situation because I knew what it was. I knew there was some lying. There was some stretching of the truth. And I had to slide on in there and basically put my foot down be like hey look i don't want him having this truck because i know it's not his and i know you sold that truck to get uh, i know you sold my dad's truck to get that truck to give to him i want that truck back to the dealership and then the money's going to get split evenly uh boom now we're already at a problem because guess what she's not liking it but guess what tough <laughs> you're going to have to suck it up because uh you lied so i mean you have no power you're just his wife i know it's it's really harsh for me to say that but literally you just married the dude you're not flesh and blood you're nothing nothing zero nada zilch okay i had to get that out (laughs) i'm sorry this 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 little portion right here it's a little bit of you know a little bit of uh anger a little bit of getting out but also at the same time like you know i'm trying to explain to y'all what's going on so uh i'm glad my 1500 dollars is well spent it's going really good the attorney is doing great giving me updates constantly uh i think it's be pretty cute too because coming up in august i'm gonna be having to do a uh court date but i'm gonna be doing it over a zoom session so that's gonna be pretty sweet i'm just gonna be like up on an ipad probably the attorney's gonna hold me up going Hey, Dawson has something to say. Put me on the speakers. I'm going to be like roasting everybody from my bed. <laughs> and hey, no one can affect me. What are they going to do? Press in call. Ooh, silence me. Put me on mute. I don't care. I'll mute myself. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be so cool. The first, I don't know. Would that be the first ever Zoom session court date? Because I mean, because it's because of the coronavirus. And they don't want me traveling from Texas to a court area. Um, during the, they don't want, they wouldn't want me missing work. Plus also safety precautions during this pandemic, you know, 
would I be the first Zoom session court meeting? If I am, put me in the record books. This is going to be awesome. Dawson, I go hard. First Zoom session uh, person in court. He's on the he's on the stand as an iPad. That'd be pretty cute. <laughs> but hey, breaking records. What can I say? Another thing that happened this week. Okay, I talked to y'all about my previous podcast. I had to get a second job. I'm at my second job. Guess what ended up happening? Okay, I just just got off of training. Okay, I worked for two weekends as a trainee. Now, this was my first weekend as not a trainee, and I almost got fired for being accused of saying the N-word. Now, let that sink in, okay? Think about what's been going on now, and think about how I reacted to that, because I want y'all to be fully on clear, I did not say it. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not that type of person, okay? I, I know that that is completely not even me at all and it made me angry that my manager would even come up to me and ask me that question i'm like who would even think that i would say that now they do blare and like i work in this like little food truck thing and they do blare like this music they do blare rap music and it they blare the explicit so the n word is popping out pretty frequent frequently so maybe I mean, I don't know how you can confuse me for the music, but I mean, there's other people in that truck, too, that are singing it. I'm not singing it. I'm just, you know, at the tortilla press, making the tortillas, doing my thing, you know, my job. I mean, what could I have done? I don't think, and then I found out who it was. The, well, the, okay, well, we'll back up real quick. The manager confronted me, said, hey, uh, did you by any chance during your shift uh, say the N-word? And I looked at her, and I laughed in her face. I did, because I was like, is this a joke? And she goes, no, someone, someone, uh, one of the employees complained and said that you said it. And I said, no, that is not me. I have never said it. I will never say it. That is, no, not going to, no. <laughs> not crossing that line, okay? I'm not going to be known. Now, now I have a target on my back now. Because now everybody's like paying attention to what I'm going to be saying. That's what I felt at least. Like after that moment, I was just going to walk in there the next day and everybody's you know, just, just going to be like, all right, pay attention to what Dawson says. He was already accused of the N-word and he just <laughs> came in here, not even a first weekend, not even a trainee. Anyways, anyways, after that, I went into investigation mode. I wanted to know who it was. I already assumed who it was, but I wanted to, you know, hear it from someone's mouth. Well, I already made buddy-buddy with three of the employees there. We were pretty chill with each other. So I asked them, I was like, hey, do you know, like, I got accused of saying the N-word tonight during the shift, but uh, I clearly didn't. And they started laughing, and they were like, oh, well, we already know who, who probably said it. I was like, who? And it was this girl that works there she has the worst attitude i have oh my god Mm. i have no problem with working with women i have no problem with that but teenage girls around my age whatever i don't know there's just some of them that just get under my skin 
and they just got they're just so dramatic <laughs> so dramatic and that's just how it is well anyways i don't know why she doesn't like me uh i guess it's because i walk into work every day happy is that what it is is that why she hates me she hates my happiness she's like ah that kid's happy he's having a good time he's having a good with life well let's see what we can do let's just poop on his parade Ugh. anyways well i found out it was her so <laughs> and i'm not racist okay that's immature of course i would never say that that's immature racism is immature so of course i walked in the next day okay i walked in the next day grabbed her butt okay and got fired like a real authentic mature straight male white male and got fired for sexual assault there you go that's what i that's what happened with me <laughs> I'm kidding. I that never happened. I'm just kidding. That did not do that. Don't take that to heart. And seriously, I know people nowadays take the information that they hear. They can't understand sarcasm. Don't please don't go to your social media and be like, oh, nothing. No, I don't need that. Last thing I need right now is getting canceled. A lot of people are. <laughs> That's the last thing I need is adding Dawson getting canceled to my list pathetic but no so i i mean i didn't do anything i literally walked into work the next day just to see i mean i just you know i basically distanced myself didn't talk to her the whole time tried to not really talk to anybody because you know i didn't want anybody to assume anything but at the same time there is that music that is blared in there the whole time and the music that they choose is is very uh thuggish that, that's i mean that's just very is like i don't know i i'm not into that music i'm not into that thug like oh yeah man pull up i'm gonna shoot you yeah i'm I'm not into that i'm i can't relate i'm not into that music and a lot of the people that work there are into that music because most people that I work with are hispanic and they're just i mean that's just they're into it and so they'll be singing along to it, and next thing you know, uh, I'm over there like, okay, well, all right, well, I guess I just gotta bob my head, you know. <laughs> you see, I was I'm an early 2000s baby, okay. So I was born and raised to like, you know, I mean, I love rap, so I love, of course, Eminem. All right, 50 Cent, awesome. But I was also born with the Nelly, the Chingy. And you notice that the early 2000 rap was not thuggy at all. It was just party, mostly partying and just, you know, having a great time. Like, that's how I like my rap. I like the early 2000s partying, like, just having a great time rap, that kind of thing. And it really wasn't, it wasn't really even that bad. Like, if you, if you listen to Right There by Chingy, okay, one of my all-time favorite songs, you listen to it closely... I I don't think he cusses in it once, and I don't even and I know that he doesn't say the n word. So so just then and there, I know for a fact it can be done. That it doesn't have to be like the how the music is now. So I'm an early two thousands music fan. That's just how it is. And yes, I do take control of the iPod sometimes, and I do click on it, and they're just like, 
what is this music? I'm playing like D4L, Laffy Taffy. I'm like, oh, girl, shit, that Laffy Taffy. Ooh, I mean, come on. I got to get my jams up in there. So <laughs> that's just me, though. Um, and, and that's how I press my tortillas, listening to Laffy Taffy by D4L. <laughs> or Hey, that was me and my dad's favorite song. He would, we would, he showed me that song, and he, him and I loved it. So that's how we, Outcast. oh, my God, oh. I cannot forget about Outkast. That's that's a great, great band right there. Sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real. Oh man, I can't even. Man, you, re- man, this, me talking about this just makes me want to get off this podcast right now. Go on to Spotify on my TV and just like vibe into it, vibe into that music. <laughs> that just brings up so many great memories. Just that right there. And that's what music that I really, really like. And I'm not saying that I don't like really any of the modern music, but I, I don't like a lot of it. Some of it I can depict from, but not a lot of it. Um, But also, no, I'm into rock, too. I love rock. Ooh. Um, just Red Hot Chili Peppers. But I'm also kind of into that, like, goth punk rock kind of thing, like uh, My Chemical Romance, Green Day. Mwah! Perfect bands. So... If y'all were not interested into my music, y'all are now knowing what my music is now. You like so if you enjoy my music choices, come on, we'll do some we'll do some carpool karaoke. Come on, we'll just sing along to whatever music that I have playing in my playlist. Give me the aux chord. A lot of people do like me on the aux chord. That that's actually one thing that I can also claim that I was very good at in high school. They would be always be like does anybody want to play music? No one would speak up, and then like they'll volunteer me because they already knew I had a fire playlist. They're like, no, what Dawson? Come on, hook us up with that early two thousands. I'm like, all right, boom, Outcast, that some of that old Kanye, Fifty Cent, <laughs> all all of them, all of them, just great, great era was the early two thousands, and and I will say that until I die, that the early 2000s was the greatest era for, like, that rap, hip-hop era. I mean, come on. Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. That's, I mean, come on, you gotta think about that. Oh, but we're moving on to the fun fact portion of this podcast. Fun fact. Every podcast that I do has a fun fact, so if you're a new listener, guess what? You're about to learn a fun fact. Uh. This fun fact it, uh, is waiters should be tipped 15 to 20% of their meal, of the meal total. I know that, that a lot of people know that fact, but people don't act like it. Because I have dealt with the food service industry a lot in my life. I've, but, and people do not even tip close to that a lot of the times. People always take advantage of it. They'll look at you, they'll buy $80 worth of food, and they'll only tip you like, what, five bucks? And you're like, what? Or like two bucks? You're like, what is going on here? This doesn't add up. What am I supposed to do with this? You're supposed to tip me more. Like, I mean, Jesus, I did everything for you. You asked for extra ketchup. You asked for extra mustard. I did everything that I could for you. I, I I took the burger back and t- completely redid the burger for you because it had pickles on it and you didn't want to take the pickles off. Yeah, okay, I'm getting PTSD. 
calm down, Dawson. I'm getting some PTSD from the food service industry. And I promised myself that I would never go back, but now I'm at a barbecue place. But it's not the same. It's not the same as fast food. I, I can't deal with fast food or, like, waiting. I, ca- I can't deal with those things. I can be at a tortilla press all day <laughs> and do that and burn my fingers, but I will not serve someone else food because they do not know how to tip. And I'll tell you this much. I didn't know how to tip either for a while. I didn't learn how to properly tip until I was in 10th grade. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I had a job at 16, started when I was in 9th grade, and I did not know how to tip till I got to like the end of my 10th grade year. Did not. I didn't know 15 to 20% was what you were supposed to tip. But I learned. Uh and I started tipping like that. But here's the thing though. I did not tip 15 to 20% every time. If you were a bad server, you were getting under 10%. You're probably getting maybe 5. That's me being generous. If you were really bad, if you're a really bad waiter or waitress, I'm just going to put down like $2 and I'm going to put down some pocket change. <laughs> because isn't that just like the most sick? I, I think that's the most sickening tip ever is just tipping with some pocket change. Like you see some like, you see like two quarters, few dimes, a nickel and a penny or whatever, and you're just like, wow, he really tipped me two bucks and like you know, seventy something cents. Wow, what a jerk. Well, you should have been a better waiter. That's for sure. God, serve with a better attitude. You have this job for a reason. <laughs> but no, that's the fun fact. Okay, so if you didn't know that, people that are listening to this, okay, adults that are listening to this, you already should know. But kids that are around my age, I bet you some of y'all don't know how to properly tip. So 15 to 20%, that's all they're asking. But you know what? I would recommend tipping like me because a lot of people that are in the service, or not a lot, some of the people that are in the service industry don't deserve that 15 to 20 and you show them that they have to work for it because I make them work for it every time. They're going to get some pocket change. That's for sure. (laughs) And now we're moving into the news article. The news. What's in the news? Well, I'm not going to show you anything bad because you already get plenty of that. So I find some other stuff in the news that the news really doesn't put a headline to. And on this podcast, I put a headline to some news that may be interesting, funny, you know, heartwarming something to talk about you know other than all the just uh, crap that they put on the news and they just like throw these in there as their side pieces that you have to find on the internet so you come here to this podcast to find this information out and the news article i have for you today is man's bladder explodes after holding in his pee for 18 hours after a beer binge that's what i'm talking about he got so toked that he forgot to pee and his bladder exploded. That is what I'm talking about. That's how you got a champ. Was he in a fraternity? I don't know. I got I have this tabbed on my phone. And I have to talk about this more. I, I, I have to go on and find out. Okay, he was 40. Um... 
He passed out after 10 bottles of beer. 10 bottles of beer on the wall. 10 bottles of beer and a bladder exploded. What a beast. Drinking session. Uh, abdominal pains. Uh, wow. He couldn't pee. Well, no wonder he couldn't pee. His bladder just exploded. Uh, uh, ew. Even worse, one of the holes had ruptured towards the patient's abdominal cavity and forced parts of his intestines to spill into the bladder. Uh, a complication doctors deemed potentially fatal if not fixed immediately. Uh, oh, here's the good twist. Here's the good twist. His life was saved. Yep. While bladder explosions are rare. Wow. Wow, every year they have at least one patient at the hospital. Mmm. That is crazy. That's insane. Actually, to think about it, 18 hours he held it in for? That, that has to be a Guinness record. I, I have to type this in. World record. There's not even a world record for holding in your pee. Really. But there's all these other dumb world records, but there can't simply be in for the longest person to hold it in pee. I guess it's because due to, like, it can cause health complications. I mean, here's the thing, though, about holding in your pee. I, I mean, I, I, road trips are the worst for me. I don't typically hold it in that long, but on road trips, if I'm trying to get somewhere and I have a goal and I want to meet my goal and I would only want to stop once, if I have to pee during and I have to stop again, it's gonna be a while. I think the longest that I've held in my pee was an hour and a half, and I was just on the road. But during that hour and a half, it the pain was just slowly building up, slowly building up. And I don't condone doing this. I'm just com I'm I'm just a I don't know if it's a competitive thing, but I just I when I want to get to my destination, I want to get there. Okay, I don't want to you know, dilly-dally around. I want just to get there. And if I already made my one stop, I don't want to stop again and waste more time. I just want to get there. And, I mean, eventually, yeah, I did pull over. But I pulled over on the side of the interstate, peed where everybody could see me, you know. Pfft, who cares? Uh, But, no, it hurts so bad. So, for the fact that this guy drank so much that he even noticed how full his bladder was for 18 hours and all that happened to him. I I deem that a world record. He is a world record holder. Right there. Okay, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Who. All right. Mr. Who, I'm not the Guinness Book of World Records guy, but if you're listening to this, I want to congratulate you, Mr. Who, on being the longest, like the person that held their PN for the longest, setting it at 18 hours. Okay? And if there's anybody out here that wants to challenge Mr. Who and wants to go 18 hours in one minute, start now. And the, your best bet is just to start binge drinking some alcohol because you won't even notice like Mr. Who did. And Mr. Who, I know all those complications may not seem worth it and deemed necessary, but I will tell you this right now. 
If you are listening, you deserve a plaque. I will contact Guinness Book of World Records myself and get you in on there for holding in your pee the longest amount of time. There we go. We got to give him a round of applause. Mr. Who, holding in your pee for 18 hours. What a champ. I mean, I I mean, dude, that's some next level stuff right there. That's that tops a lot of the stuff that I see in the world record books. Um I mean, let's just look at some of the world records that are even that are even out here. World records. Uh we'll just type in dumb world records. Just, you know, broaden our search. Um top 10 dumbest world records. Um do 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 do. do. Uh, that didn't show me anything. <laughs> Most toilet seats broken by their head in one minute. Whoa. Okay. Uh, holding in your bladder for 18 hours definitely tops that. Uh, Most snails on the face for 10 seconds. I think exploding bladder tops that. 18 hours. Loudest burp. I mean, come on. Come on. You get, you get that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, come on. Most kisses in one minute by a pair. Two hundred fifty-eight kisses. I mean, are you? I bet <laughs> kissing someone two hundred and fifty-eight times—that is ridiculous. I bet by like the I don't I don't even know by like probably the twentieth one. They're just like. Oh my god. Was this gonna be over? Oh my Is this even worth it anymore? I mean by by the two hundred and fifty eighth one, they're just smashing they're forcing they're just heading they're headbutting each other. That's definitely. But just looking at all these dumb world records that are in the Guinness book, holding in your pee for eighteen hours, Mr. Wu, exploding bladder. I mean, he holds two, probably the first, oh, no, never mind, he might not be the first, so he definitely holds one record, and that's most, 18 hours is the longest held in P record in the books. If I was around you right now, Mr. Who, I would give you a plaque with your name on it, okay? But that is our news article. News. Now we're diving right on into our conclusion, and typically into the conclusion, I would be talking about something that someone gave me a review or someone gave me uh, or just wanted me to give, give me something interesting to talk about or whatnot, but I have not gotten anything, which is, which is fine. I don't care, but if you feel interested or need or want to, I don't care. My email will be in the description of this podcast uh, along with uh, the link. Uh, in the description as well the link to go write a rev- just quickly go write a review on my podcast you can simply just tell me what you think about it or just give me another f- give me another fact uh email me it will be the link in the bio uh, will be the link to that in my description of the podcast as well and there you can just send me anything you want to a funny video that i can watch uh something that you want to tell me uh, a, a statement, fact, I mean, I don't care. Send me anything and I will talk about it in the conclusion. 
uh, those links will be in the description of this podcast for sure. But to end out this podcast, uh, wow, wow, where where is it at? Mia had to break. Oh, that's what it was. I just remembered. I almost forgot it, but a sad thing happened to me today. And it was actually a sad slash irritating thing that happened to me. Uh, it was, I had to break a 20, okay? I know breaking 20s are pretty sad, especially for per, a person in my financial stature. I know rich people, yeah, breaking a 20 is really nothing. But to me, breaking a large bill like that, which I consider that a large bill, fall on a budget, it's a large bill to me. Uh, but especially for what I broke it over, okay? I was ordering a drink, and I was one penny off. I had the cash amount. Uh, I had the few of the cents and the change, but I was literally one penny off. One penny. But they did not give me a penny. I had to break my 20 instead, and I was so irritated. If you've ever been in that situation, I mean, really? You would know how irritating and how mad I was. Just just saying, really, you're not going to just take a penny out of that tip jar that you have that has $2.57 that I can clearly tell you have? Because, I mean, no one really tips here. Yeah, it was at a Starbucks. I don't care. No one tips at a Starbucks. I know that no one's tips at a Starbucks. Well, also, what about that 15 to 20% thing that you're talking about? Well, they have to deserve it. Okay? They have to wait on me. They're not just going to take my order on the screen and meet with me for 30 seconds. No. That's not 15 20% worthy. No, 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 no. You have to give me something high quality to give me the tip that big. But there was a penny in there, clearly. And... A lot of people would do that. They would just take the penny out and just be like, hey, look, man, I got you. But guess what? This lady behind the counter did not even engage in that l- little realm area of the penny. She just literally looked at me like, so I know you're one penny short. What are you going to do about it? Well, I gave her a 20 to break. And uh, while I gave her that 20, I almost wanted to break her face in. Uh, but guess what? I didn't. I held myself back. Okay? For many of reasons. Okay. Not, not just because of the simple common sense one. There was many reasons behind that. But yeah. I had the anger of that. I had to deal with it. And then I got back. Oh my god. What was it? I got back like $18 and something. I was like dude. This makes me so mad. I broke a 20 on a drink. That's how my. That's how that went. Went down so. I vote I vote the next can- cancellation you do it, Twitter does or whatever wherever the can- cancel party cancel that girl cancel that woman behind the counter that made me have to break my 20 and didn't just didn't give me a simple penny and you know what was really even more embarrassing was uh, that made me even more irritated I walked out the door I found a penny on the concrete found a penny on the concrete it was on tail so I didn't pick it up but I found a penny on the concrete irritating but no thank you for listening to this podcast 10th episode double digits hopefully it exceeded your expectations shattered it but hopefully it makes you more interested if you're new listening to this hopefully makes you 
want to listen more. And if you are a dedicated listener that has listened to all my podcasts, I want to give you a round of applause. And you know what? Email me. If you have listened to every single one of my podcasts from 1 to 10, and finish this one, this was the last podcast you listened to, email me. Okay? It will be the link in my podcast description. Or just just replay this and listen. It's Dawson Eigelhart Burner at gmail.com. Okay? Go and email me and say, Hey, Dawson, I've listened to every single of your podcast. And I will personally go on to Photoshop and make you a certificate and email you a certificate, a little award certificate. Thanks for listening to my first 10 podcasts. You're a true fan. I appreciate it. Okay? And I want proof too. Screenshot it. Screenshot your little podcast name. You'll show when you've finished them. So, if you send me that and tell me that you've listened to all of them, I will personally make you a certificate. I will take time out of my day to go into Photoshop and make you a personal certificate from my heart. Thanking you for listening to my first 10 episodes. And if you're a new listener, go back and listen to my uh, other 9 episodes that I have. Because you will love them just as much as you love this one if you enjoyed this uh, episode, 10th episode. But no, thank you for watching and listening. The uh, link to rating my podcast will be in the description. My email will be in the description. Go check those out. Click on them. Do what you will with them. Write me a review. Send me something that I can talk about for this and the conclusion for my next podcast. Do whatever you want uh, with that. And uh, thank you for listening. Tuesdays and Fridays, every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, I know a lot of you will probably know about that, but the new ones, Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, DJ, spin us out, baby. The last I go hard podcast.